Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back, and as always, thanks for listening. So, what does it mean to be devoted? Devoted. You hear people. That's a very old word, but sometimes you hear people say, Oh, I'm devoted to sports. I'm devoted to this football team, soccer team, hockey team. Uh, devoted to my wife, to my husband, to my kids, to my boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm devoted. To them, what does that mean? On top of that, what does it really mean to be a devoted Christian or devoted believer? Where, in fact, in most Christian bookstores, you'll there'll be a, a section. If the bookstore doesn't have to be a Christian bookstore, just a bookstore. We'll have a section in the religion area on devotionals, okay? Where you can read things that are just uh, totally marked out for you, you know? Uh, day at a time, 365 days a year. Chicken soup for the soul used to be huge. I mean, huge. It had all kinds of you know pretty amazing stories in it. But anyway, but devoted. What? What does it really mean to be devoted? Well, when someone says to a believer, "Have you done your devotional?" Some people will have a book they use as a devotional. Uh, I know that my granddad, who was a hardcore alcoholic, until he almost died in the back of an ambulance, he was, as the story goes, in a diabetic or a uh, alcohol-induced coma. And he could hear the uh, emergency technicians talking to each other. And they said, you know, I don't think this one's going to make it. Well, that scared the, scared the devil out of him. Because uh, when he got out of that hospital visit, he checked himself in to a detoxification unit and gave up drinking. Now, he had a book called One Day at a Time that he used as a devotional. And he used it very, very devotedly. <laughs> he, every day. Every day. So what does it mean? I mean, what, what is it to be devoted? So if you could de- devote something, the, the, the dictionary 
would tell you that it's uh, to give or to apply one's time, attention, or self entirely to a particular activity, pursuit, cause, or person. And it's a transitive verb, which means it's got a lot of action going on. Also, though, it can mean to set apart for a specific purpose or use. Now, the the thing I'm going to ask is, do you have a devotion for God, to God? Do you have one? Now, devotion is an interesting word study, actually. Um, there's not a lot of it. <laughs> Oddly enough, you would think there's a whole ton of it. Um, it depends on what version of the Bible you're looking at. But if uh, if you do a little word search on the word devote, um, in the Old Testament, it's the Hebrew word haram. Haram. And here's what's fascinating about it. Listen, um, the uh, definition of the Hebrew word sounds a little different than the stereotypic English dictionary word. So, in the Brown Driver Briggs, it says that haram means to ban... Devote, destroy utterly, completely destroy, dedicate for destruction, or exterminate. Whoa. The Strong's Dictionary on Karam would be a primitive root to seclude, specifically by a band to devote to religious uses. Now, here's what's kind of crazy. It's also to make accursed, (laughs) to forfeit, to destroy, to utterly, utterly slay. Whoa. Whoa. What? That's why I love Hebrew. Hebrew really paints some pictures. As a matter of fact, one of the things on here is to to have a flat nose. Um, but the idea, I believe, is summed up in Leviticus twenty-seven twenty-eight. All right, Leviticus twenty-seven twenty-eight. Let me. it in this way. So the verse says, but no devoted thing that a man devotes to the Lord of anything that he has, whether man or beast, or of his inherited field, should be sold or redeemed. Everything devote, Every devoted thing is most holy to the Lord. 
verse 29. It says, No one devoted who is to be devoted for destruction of mankind shall be ransomed. He shall surely be put to death. Now, that's a little, that's going into uh, basically instructions where, um, as the story goes, especially in uh, Samuel, there was a time that Saul spared some uh, some people that he was supposed to utterly destroy, and uh, Samuel comes in, and, and by the way, Saul had also pulled in a, a lot of cows and and sheep and and kept a lot of stuff and then when Samuel comes in you know he, Samuel's going what's all this livestock doing here and what's he doing here breathing and uh, and Saul's like oh no no I set them all all you know I set them apart for the Lord and Samuel's like no I don't okay you've messed up we didn't ask you to do this. God didn't ask you to do this. I told you what God told you to do. You didn't do it. And then Samuel kills these people. And it was the king of the city that uh, was given over to Saul's hands. But as the story goes. So that was someone devoted to destruction. Okay, Just, just to be clear. But, but here's the thing. Let's go back to 28. Leviticus twenty-seven twenty-eight. It says, "But no devoted thing that a man or woman devotes to the Lord of anything that he has, whether man or beast, or of his inherited field, shall be sold or redeemed. Every devoted thing is most holy to the Lord." If something was devoted to the Lord, it was either it was either usually given. To the sanctuary forever. For example, I was talking about Samuel. Samuel's mom, Hannah, when she prayed to God, said, I, you know, because she was childless, she said, please give me, a, you know, a child that was very important to her. And God did. And Hannah had said, Lord, if you'll do this, I will dedicate him to you. I will devote him to you. And God gave her a son. Gave her a son, and that was Samuel. She devoted him. How did she do that? She took him to the temple and left him there. (laughs) I mean, and basically... uh, left him there to grow up in the temple. He was devoted to God. He belonged to God at that point. If it's a vessel and it's it's dedicated, if it doesn't go to the temple, it's destroyed. Why? Because no one else uses it. If God claims it, it's God's. No one else gets to use it. Now, say that to say this what is it that we can devote to God that we can never take back that we can never take back 
because once you give it to God, it's given to God, and it's done, it's over. There's no pulling it back, no changing your mind. So, your life, for one, because people don't seem to understand that when you turn your life over to the Lord, and you belong to Jesus, and you belong to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob through Jesus, you belong to Him. That's a you know that's supposed to be a one way. Your time is something. God can make money. People give money. That's not a problem. And it's needed. And poor people need it. And, and reaching out and doing outreach that way is super important. And we all should do that no matter how much money you make. In, in the Mishnah, even the poor people were supposed to give some of their money to the poor people. Because there's always someone poorer. That's one reason why Jesus, when he was at the temple and he saw the people coming by giving the money and there was a little widow and she gave just like half a cent, but it was all she had. Jesus said She's, she gave more than all these other people. Because you don't get it, you know, you don't grab, you don't stick your hand in there and grab it back. It's done. It's over. And she, she wasn't getting that money back. That's, you know, you can call that sacrifice. But it's devotion. That's devotion. So when you pray, that's devotion. You don't get that time back. You can't take it back. You can't make more time. You can make more money. But you can't make more time. Once it's done, it's done. That's why reading the Bible is a devotion. Because, and by the way, a devotion with a, with a, a dynamite benefit because it lets the Spirit work with you. I mean, it's kind of a, it's uh, it's a gift that keeps on giving, even though you give. But uh, time, if you give your time through prayer, Bible study, and outreach, you don't get that time back. You don't ever. That's why that really is probably one of the biggest measures of how much we really care about the living God. Look at that verse one more time, Leviticus twenty-seven, twenty-eight. It says, "But no devoted thing that a man devotes to the Lord." And this is all caps, which means the name of God there is Yahweh. It is the living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is the proper name for the for God, the Lord that He gave Moses to tell the people in 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 uh, Egypt. He says, "Devote something to the Lord of anything that He has, whether man or beast, or of His inherited field, shall be sold or redeemed." 
Every devoted thing is most holy to the Lord. So can you see how God appreciates? I mean, and he does. Whether you know or can feel the appreciation of the living God, believe me, I'm telling you, it's there. And if you look beyond yourself into the word you can and let the spirit talk to you he can show you how much he appreciates you and he does and he does things believe me just recently the lord got me out of a very touchy situation where i was in a situation with a job and it wasn't working out very well and he moved me to another situation that's infinitely better now did he do that because because of something I did because I was ooh so special no 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 he did it because he cares didn't because he's care he cares because I need more devotion, believe me. And I try. But you have to be thinking about it. Because the thing about devotion is it is a conscious effort on your part to give up something forever. And time is something that is super precious. You don't know how much you got. Some people who think they got a lot of it don't. Some people who don't think they got a lot of it have a lot of it. The main thing is devoted time to the Lord. That's your devotion. Time. Please give money as well. Don't be greedy because pride, greed, and arrogance, that's like the trifecta of doomsday. It'll destroy you. But the thing is, giving that way in a devotion and saying, okay. That's why it always um, amazes me. When people give away gifts, but they want to hear some hear hear somebody, you know, go on and on and on about how how much they appreciate it, you know, f- forever. Well, that's really not devotion. That's not a that's not a gift. A gift a devoted gift is basically a gift you give somebody and you never talk about it again. You never mention it again. Why? Because it's one way. It, it was yours. It's now. It's not, and it's gone. That's what. A, that's what God's gift is like. And in a way, when God forgives our sin, He doesn't want to hear it again, because it's forgiven. It's done. So, in a way, when we 
ask God to forgive us for sins, we devote that to destruction. Why? Why? Because we give it to God and it gets destroyed. And he never talks about it again. And he doesn't expect us to. So, the next time somebody asks you, hey, now what do you do for devotion? Tell them. And if you don't have devotion, set it up. And it's between you and God how much time you have. But remember, God is the one who determines how much time you actually have. So, give him the time he deserves. Amen? Now, with that, I want to tell you, too, also, keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.